It is who he is. It's the LifeSpring One-Year Bible coming to you from Riverside, California. And podcasting since 2004, my name is Steve Wabb and I'm your OG Godcaster. Today is Poetry Thursday. We'll close this section of the Bible with chapters 7 and 8 of the Song of Solomon. The website is lifespringmedia.com and I'll have contact information at the end of the show. Before we read, let's pray together. Our gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for our time together. We thank you, Lord, for your word, and we thank you, Lord, for speaking to us through your word. We pray that you would teach us today as we read. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, are you ready? Let's get started. Song of Solomon, Chapter 7 The Lover to His Beloved How beautiful are your sandaled feet, O nobleman's daughter! The curves of your thighs are like jewels the work of the hands of a master craftsman. Your navel is a round mixing bowl. May it never lack mixed wine. Your belly is a mound of wheat encircled by lilies. Your two breasts are like two fawns, twins of a gazelle. Your neck is like a tower made of ivory. Your eyes are the pools in Heshbon by the gate of Bathrabim. Your nose is like the tower of Lebanon overlooking Damascus. Your head crowns you like Mount Carmel. The locks of your hair are like royal tapestries. The king is held captive in its tresses. How beautiful you are! How lovely, O love, with your delights! Your stature is like a palm tree, and your breasts are like clusters of grapes. I want to climb the palm tree and take hold of its fruit stalks. May your breasts be like the clusters of grapes, and may the fragrance of your breath be like apricots. May your mouth be like the best wine, flowing smoothly for my beloved, gliding gently over our lips as we sleep together. The Beloved About Her Lover I am my beloved's, and he desires me. The Beloved To Her Lover Come, my beloved, let us go to the countryside. Let us spend the night in the villages. Let us rise early to go to the vineyards, to see if the vines have budded to see if their blossoms have opened, if the pomegranates are in bloom. There I will give you my love. The mandrakes send out their fragrance. Over our door is every delicacy, both new and old, which I have stored up for you, my lover. Song of Solomon, Chapter 8 The Beloved to Her Lover Oh, how I wish you were my little brother, nursing at my mother's breasts. If I saw you outside, I could kiss you. Surely no one would despise me. I would lead you and bring you to my mother's house, the one who taught me. I would give you spiced wine to drink, the nectar of my pomegranates. The Beloved About Her Lover His left hand caresses my head, and his right hand stimulates me. The Beloved To The Maidens I admonish you, O maidens of Jerusalem, do not arouse or waken love until it pleases. The Maidens About His Beloved Who is this coming up from the desert, leaning on her beloved? The beloved to her lover. Under the apple tree I aroused you. There your mother conceived you. There she who bore you was in labor of childbirth. Set me like a cylinder seal over your heart, like a signet on your arm. For love is as strong as death. Passion is as unrelenting as Sheol. Its flames burst forth. It is a blazing flame. Surging waters cannot quench love. Floodwaters cannot overflow it. 
If someone were to offer all his possessions to buy love, the offer would be utterly despised. The Beloved's Brothers We have a little sister, and as yet she has no breasts. What shall we do for our sister on the day when she is spoken for? If she is a wall, we will build on her a battlement of silver. But if she is a door, we will barricade her with boards of cedar. The Beloved I was a wall, and my breasts were like fortress towers. Then I found favor in his eyes. The Beloved to her lover Solomon had a vineyard at Baal Haman. He leased out the vineyard to those who maintained it. Each was to bring a thousand shekels of silver for its fruit. My vineyard, which belongs to me, is at my disposal alone. The thousand shekels belong to you, O Solomon, and two hundred shekels belong to those who maintain it for its fruit. The Lover to His Beloved O you who stay in the gardens, my companions are listening attentively for your voice. Let me be the one to hear it. The Beloved to Her Lover Make haste, my beloved. Be like a gazelle or a young stag on the mountains of spices. Beloved, as we've already discussed on a previous episode, Song of Solomon, or Song of Songs, can be seen as an allegory about the relationship between Jesus as the bridegroom and the church as the bride. Obviously, discussing all the imagery is far beyond the scope of this podcast, but I do suggest that you make it a point to get a good commentary and do your own study. It is well worth your time. What I'd like to do today is take a couple of minutes to focus on chapter 7, verse 10, where the bride exclaims, I am my beloved's and he desires me. She says this after he's told her the many ways that he finds her beautiful. It sort of reminds me of when Sally Field won the Oscar for Best Actress in 1985. You like me! Yes, it's true. Despite our many flaws, Jesus finds us, the church, beautiful and worthy of his love. Romans 5.8 says, God demonstrates his own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Now, I cannot imagine why. Why would he do that? What could he possibly find in us that would cause him to give of himself so completely? Why would such a holy and perfect God love me and you so much that he would give up the glories of heaven for even an instant to live amongst us on this tiny, dirty, sin-filled, and rebellious speck in the vastness of the universe to ultimately be tortured and nailed to a cross like a common criminal? Why would he choose to take on my sins and yours? Why would he allow himself to be so utterly separated from God the Father because of me? Well, the answer is truly beyond my understanding. His word tells me, and I believe what the word says, that the only reason is because he loves me and he loves you. But why does he love us? 1 John 4, 8 says simply, because God is love. Let that sink in. God is love. Not God has love, but God is love. It is his essence. It is who he is. God is love. And he loves you. And he loves me. I am my beloved's and he desires me. I don't know about you, but my response to that kind of love is to reciprocate, to return that love as much as I can in my puny, imperfect human way. It thrills me to no end that he sees me as worthy of his attention. 
And above that, the fact that he's working in me to refine me, to purify me, so that on that day when I see him face to face, I will be the bride that he desires. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Send a boostergram or call the LifeSpring family hotline or go to the comments page or write an email. I'll tell you how at the end of the show. Tomorrow will be Prophecy Friday, and we'll close the prophetic books with chapters 18 through 22 of the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation. Yesterday, I forgot to credit Daniel Torellio as an associate producer on the show when I thanked him for his $150 donation. My apologies, Daniel. I did put you in the credits on the show notes page, but I missed it on the show, so that's been rectified now. Today's associate producer is Jared Buer. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Buer, B-U-E-R. He came in with $200, and his note says, Thanks for everything, Steve. I'm glad I was able to be a part of the final season. It's been a blessing to me and my family. Well, thank you, Jared. That's very kind of you. I'm so happy to know that you've been here, too. God bless you and your family. Thank you. And wow, what a boostergram this is. 200,000 sats from Brian Massey. Massey? M-A-S-I. Sorry, Brian, I don't know how to pronounce your name for sure. He sent this note. Steve, pleasure listening to you and wish you well as you wrap up the show. I started the journey with you last season and fell behind and fell away. I was just coming back to hopefully catch the start of the new season, only to learn you're bringing the show to a close. I will go back and start this season all over to take the one-year journey with you again. And here's only a small token of value for value for you. I hope you keep your splits and I'll stream sats as I listen through. God bless. And he signed Brian Massey with a dove peace emoji. Well, thank you so much, Brian. Yeah, I understand it can be a real commitment to keep up with a seven-day-a-week show, and I'm glad you found your way back. Thanks for the boostogram. And by the way, yes, I keep most of the splits. But I also share some of the splits with the team that you hear me thank at the end of each show. Some of it goes to the Podcasting 2.0 project, and some goes to Blueberry. I use Blueberry's plug-in on the website, so they get some of it as well. I think that's fair. And again, Brian, thanks for the boostergram. God bless you. And LifeSpring family Berean brother Sean, formerly of San Pedro, sent a show number boost, 13357 sats. Sean said, welcome, Juliet. Just found this episode and the adorable photos in the show notes. Well, thank you, brother Sean. Of course, Sean is referring to the birth of our sixth grandchild, Juliet Grace Webb who was born a week ago today. The lovely lady Leanne and I can hardly wait until December when we're going to fly out to Florida to meet her for the first time. God bless you and your family, Brother Sean. Thank you. And a 10,000 sat boost came in from the Kaiser uh, over on the Fountain app. Came in from Tim Kaiser using the Fountain app. Tim said, thanks, Steve. Well, you're welcome, Tim. Thank you and God bless you. And thanks so much to each of you for your value for value support today. You know how to warm a man's heart. I appreciate each of you. Beloved, many of the donations that have come in over the past few days have been longtime listeners and first-time donors. These donations will certainly help to keep LifespringMedia.com and the over 3,000 episodes online into the future. I'll keep them there for as long as I can. As you've heard in the notes from some of these generous LifeSpring family members, some people found the show early, some later. So keeping the episodes up means that others will be able to find them too. We talked a couple of days ago about the fact that God sometimes orchestrates the events of our lives so that things come into our lives at just the right time. And I believe that he'll bring new people to these episodes at just the right time for them. 
so your donations make you a part of the ministry of LifeSpring Media. How cool is that? I'm so grateful, and as I've said many times before, I believe that God will bless you. Now, if you've not yet made a value-for-value donation, I only ask that you pray and ask the Lord what He would have you do. And then go over to this website. LifespringMedia.com slash support. I'll thank you. Those who hear these episodes in the future will thank you. And I believe God will bless you. Chase Jacobson sent in this note. He said, I want to email you and say thank you. I heard about your podcast a year ago on No Agenda. No Agenda. In the morning. Boost, 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 get boosted, boost. And I haven't missed an episode this season. You're the first thing I listen to, and I like to play it while I drive my kids to daycare. Well, hey, what a great way to start the day for you and for them. Chase says, I want you to know that you have made an impact on my life this year, and I thank you very much for that. Ah, thanks, Chase. I know I'm too late for your prayer segment, but I want you to know that I pray for your peace, your happiness, and your prosperity into the future. Thank you, Chase. I will miss your voice in the mornings, but with the Lord's signs, I agree that you can step back. I will be finding another season to start up to continue listening to the Lord's Word. Also, I have an aside. I wanted to share a couple of artists and songs that are pretty new and that you might not have heard of, but are almost mainstream singing the good news. In New Country, there's a lot of artists who sing about God and Jesus. I don't know if they're genuine, but if half their audience believes it, that's a good thing, I think. Well, I agree with you, Chase. These next songs and artists I think are genuine, Cody Johnson being one of my all-time favorites. So here's his list. Grace by Cody Johnson. This Time Around by Gary Nichols. To Be a Man by Dax. God's Eyes by Dax. Where I Find God by Larry Fleet. CB Radio by Muscadine Bloodline. That's a great song, Muscadine Bloodline. Um, Let's see. Uh, Next is Save Me Now by Jelly Roll. Need a Favor by Jelly Roll. Chase says, I want to show there is some new music coming out that is popular and, for the most part, a positive message. Thanks for that list, Chase. I will check these out for sure. And thanks for your note. I'm so glad to have had you in the LifeSpring family this year, brother. Thank you. And your note also gives me the perfect opportunity to talk about what I might be doing for the next LifeSpring podcast. If you're a longtime LifeSpring family member, you probably remember that I interviewed many Christian artists on the original LifeSpring podcast. God has given me many opportunities to meet and get to know some of the Christian artists that have had quite a lot of success. Dove Awards, Grammy Awards, Gold Records. Some of them who were real groundbreakers in the contemporary Christian music arena. And one of the things that truly flabbergasted me is how the music industry works in terms of royalties. Artists have not traditionally seen much of the money that their music earns. A great deal of it goes to the labels, and in the new world of streaming, what doesn't go to the labels goes to the streaming services. Very little actually flows to the artists. Well, Adam Curry, Dave Jones, and the others in the Podcasting 2.0 community are doing something about that. As a sort of a next step to streaming sats and boosting Satoshis to podcasts, they've launched a way to do that for music. They're developing a way for you to send sats directly to the artist when you hear a song you like on a podcast. So while you're listening to the music, when you send a boost or a boostagram or if you're streaming sats, those sats go directly to the artist. It's fantastic. Now, it's still in its infancy, but there are now about a thousand music-enabled podcasts or artists that are doing this. 
And after I take a bit of a rest from this show, there's a good chance that I'm going to be creating a sort of Lifespring Music 2.0 version of the show that I used to do. And by the way, the Lifespring Music podcast is still at Lifespring Media. I did, I think, about 100 episodes of that. And uh, if I say so myself, those are still good shows to listen to. So if I can find enough good Christian music that is enabled for this new thing, I will do the show. The difficulty right now is that the music websites that have these value-for-value-enabled songs don't list the genres of their music. So that makes it hard to find the kind of music you're looking for if you're one of the music podcasters that wants to get into this. You have to kind of go through all the songs to find songs that you like. And since I want to do primarily Christian music, it's even harder because you really have to listen hard to the lyrics. And as you know, sometimes lyrics are not all that easy to understand when you're listening. Well, I've talked to Adam Curry about this, and he agrees with me that categorizing by genre needs to be done. He's even suggested that I should be the guy to get that started. Well, I'll be talking to my friend Ron Plouffe this weekend, and we're going to knock some ideas around. To be honest, I don't even know where to begin to get this started, but I'm willing. One of the things I'll be doing is to talk to some of the artists that I've already interviewed to see if they have some music that they own all the rights to, music that isn't owned by the labels. It would thrill my heart if I could help these guys earn money directly from their fans instead of to just take the crumbs that the labels give them or the streaming services. I'd love to help them get their music value for value enabled. Wouldn't that be great? Would you boost a show or stream sats to a show if you knew that when that music came on, the sats would go directly to the artists? The way it works is this. When the song begins, all of the sats are immediately switched from the podcaster to the artist. How cool is that? So I'm going to try to get some of the old artists to uh, jump in on this, but I'm also going to be looking for new artists as well. Email me to tell me if this is something you'd be willing to do. Adam believes, and I agree with him, that this can truly revolutionize the music industry. My email address is steve at lifespringmedia.com. Tell me if you'd be willing to do that. I do invite your comments and your questions. Send a Boostagram using a modern podcast app from podcastapps.com. And by the way, it's getting easier all the time. If you looked at this very early on, uh, it was more difficult then. It's getting easier all the time. It truly is. Uh, You can also call the LifeSpring family hotline to talk to me. I'd love to hear your voice. Plus one, nine, five, one, seven, three, two, eighty, five, eleven. If you've got a comment or a question, go to comment.lifespringmedia.com. And as I just told you, my email address is steve at lifespringmedia.com. Thanks to the team, Sister Denise, Michael Hayner, Scott Snyder, Jason Pascal, who did today's show art. Thanks, Jason. And Sister Brittany for their generous donations of time and talent. Thanks to Jared Buer, Brian Massey, Brother Sean, formerly of San Pedro, and Tim Kaiser for helping to make this episode possible. Beloved, I'm so glad we got to spend some time together today. See you tomorrow. Until then, may God bless you richly. I'm Steve Webb. Bye. LifeSpring Media, bringing the message of hope, love, and good news since 2004.